do like a nice raw intro with like one box. Everyone loves a good raw moment. That was a lie. I don't have sex. So <laughs> well, there's raw other things. You you are a crazy carnivore, raw meat eater. It is true. Uh, like Maddie Healy with that steak on the stage. What I do you too do now? like to indulge in the raw meatage. What do you do now? That was like the thing a while ago. We actually talked about it on the podcast where it was just eating a steak on stage, a raw steak. I don't think we talked about the raw steakage of it all. I think we just talked about the weird kissing. Did you see that he sucked someone's thumb? Thumb, yes. Uh, that should be me holding your hand. That should be me with my thumb in your mouth. What if that girl like stuck her thumb in her butt? Like right before. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to check everything's clear too. Yeah. That mm, I don't like that you related to, <laughs> to just the random thumb up the button. I have hemorrhoids, Molly. I, I'm sticking they're, my fingers. They're up getting my... no, they're better. They are shrinking. Tell the people that they're better. <laughs> they're shrinking. I had hemorrhoids. Yeah, it, for it, a while. Yeah, for months. We had some like painful poopage coming in in yeah. the East Village. Oh God. Oh God. I can't even talk about oh, it. God. Do you know what it's like to hurt when you defecate? And when you defecate a lot? Yeah. I've, I've, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's like to poop a lot. Yeah. It's the way. Okay. So I, not to like start the podcast off talking about Brayden's pooping problems, but I have IBS and you shit way more than I do. I genuinely think you should get it checked out because your bowels are really moving. Irritable, some may say. I think I think they're very patient. I think they're not irritable. I think they're patient bowel. You poop like every twenty minutes, and you are always farting. The other day, Braden came over, and we were watching Total Drama Island because, like, that's our fucking show. Yeah, it is. And I it's was really problematic though. If you like rewatch Total Drama Island, oh, season one, horrible. Even Ooh. through like season three, there's a lot of. There's seasons. more seasons than season one. Yeah, season two sucks. Uh, skip season two. I don't. Okay. I've only watched a little bit of. Is there a season three? I've only watched one and two, but I've watched season one like so many times with like different friends and stuff but i was sitting on the floor eating my food and brayden is above me on my couch and he is just like tooting on my pillows like over and over and over again it's like every two minutes in like increments he's just like farting but because i'm sitting on the ground and he's on the couch and i'm like against the couch they're like pretty close to me like Mm. i may have pink eye you you don't you don't see this puffy eye that's that's the comb in your eye. Comb in your eye does the same exact thing. Oh my god, you think I'm sexually active? With me? Yeah. Brain's in a polyamorous relationship. No, I'm not. We and can't it's, do that. It's with me. That, this happened last week too when you said yeah. that joke. I said you can't joke like that. I can't. The girlies will come running. No. You're a hot commodity in these theater boy streets. Am I? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really of. talk to any of them. Uh, yeah, but I I have been. Oh my god, it's so annoying, and I hate that this is just gonna fuel your ego. But I have been to parties with Brayden that are like theater parties or like people in theater, and like all these boys are like up your butt. <laughs> I know one party, and specifically, it was a birthday party, yeah. and it was on a roof, and it was not that long ago. And like you came in, and like every little gay boy came up to you. He's like, "Oh my god, Brayden!" I was like, "Baby, he's one of you. This is this is a bottom on bottom, <laughs> no, like, bottom on bottom crime." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really beautiful though to see you in your element. I was like, "Wow." People was are very kind to me. Pete, I wonder why. That's like me when I tell men I play Fortnite, so I understand. Yeah. You're so annoying. And also this weekend, Molly was exclusively referred to as Brayden's friend that does the podcast with him. Yeah. So we went out. My friend is on tour right now um, in a show, and she was back in the city for like a week. And so we had like a big like getting together thing. And Molly joined me, and they all referred to Molly as Braden's friend that he does the was, podcast with. It was one person. They were this. It was I don't even remember her name. Um, but she was like, "Oh, you do the podcast with Braden," and I was like, "I do the podcast with Braden. I'm gonna kill myself." I do the podcast of Brad now. I was telling yeah. Sinead that this morning, my roommate, and they thought that was like the funniest thing ever. It's hard. It's hard being a micro niche influencer. Yeah. You said my- niche micro influencer. <laughs> you say an influencer. I am. You're, you're an influencer, not an influencer, a nin influencer. Oh. Fuck off. It was just really funny. <laughs> um, no, but that was like really a humbling moment for me. I was like, don't call, don't text. Just got referred to as Brad's <laughs> <laughs> 
it's hard out here. Yeah. And, um, that was a really fun night, though. We had so much fun. Oh, my God. I So, I am not a club girl. I actually hate clubs uh, very much, especially clubs in Midtown. Yeah. I feel like because club culture is so big in New York, and if you're not someone who, like, actively really likes going to clubs, the club culture in the city can be a lot because... Oh, yeah. There's never, like, a chill club in New York. Oh, no. It's always, it's always it's like, either... shoulder to shoulder and, like, smoke, all, like, the theatrics at any... Especially the gay clubs. Like, yeah. it's all the theatrics. And you can maybe expect some, like, go, go boys we got like the djs and everything like it is just very it's intense there's like i mean what i like to do when i go out is like i like to go to bars that are like more like busier bars like i don't want to go to an empty bar like i love mingling and meeting people but i like having conversation yeah um but no this was like a fucking club club yeah like two Two levels smoke djs there was go go boys men rock hard shout out to the to the go-go dancers that are rock hard throughout the night i don't know if you're taking something i don't know if you're just overstimulated like like, so bricked up it was like a like a straight line you could have have done drugs on that ding dong yeah no like what, what do they say in drag race his dick was so big when I was doing a line of coke off of it, I had to stop halfway through to catch my breath. Like that's like Horrible. what we were dealing with. Yeah, someone was like, I think it's a dildo. And I was like, I guess maybe Just like over but what do you do if you actually get hard? Then you're just like double cocked. Double double bricked up double on a Tuesday up. afternoon. Literally. Maybe. Oh, my God. But, no, it was so much fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. Brayden got, like, really drunk. Like, I was tipsy, <laughs> but we didn't, like... Okay, so Brayden came over to my apartment, like, before we got, had gone out. We left at, like, 10. So, he came over at probably, like, 8.39. Yeah. And we had the bottle, like, a bottle of tequila. The bottle that she stole from me. That I stole, quote-unquote, that yeah, I forgot Molly also, we, we'll talk about it one day. I do want to do, like, a podcast intervention for your kleptomania. Um, we don't have to talk about it right now. I know it's a very sensitive subject Actually, for you. this is really funny because sh- my room... I'm gonna out my roommate. I don't care. So we... Whenever we go out, if we, like, ha- take a shot or something, we like to keep the glass. Or, like, all of the cups are stolen. That's so scary to me. And, well, no. And, and so we're, like, we can't be the only ones that love going into bars. And we don't take anything, like... Like, we take a glass or, yeah. like, a cup or, yeah. like, whatever. Just because it's, like, funny and it's, like, a bit. Or, like, oh, this is a cool cup. I kind of want to keep it kind of vibes. Yeah. Uh, so, we were, like, let's make a group chat of people who like to steal shot glasses. That's so funny. <laughs> and I put on my close friends. I was, like, hey, if anyone here likes to steal shot glasses from bars, like, please swipe up. So, like, we'll make a group chat of all the people who steal shot glasses. And nobody swiped up. Because no one does that. I thought that everybody did that. That was like, that's like a big thing in Syracuse. Maybe because it's a college town. Mm. But like, yeah, you go, people will just like take the shot glasses. I am petrified of stealing anything. Because I know the second my dumbass does it, just like whenever I jumped over like the fucking thing of the subway, I will get caught. I have never yeah. stolen from like a store. When I was like seven, I accidentally took like a magazine. Or not seven, I was probably older. I, I was like reading a magazine in a store and I walked out with it and nothing happened. And I was like walking home. My mom was like, you need to go return that. <laughs> so I had to the walk Catholic all Gil. the way back. Yeah, no, literally I felt horrible. So I had to like you walk. You a magazine at seven? Yeah, not Aww. seven. I was definitely like a little bit older. A magazine. I know, like people, like whenever like those were like like right there. I was hoping it was like J14. <laughs> J14, oh my God, Tiger Beat. <laughs> Tiger Beat, you're like, I'm going to the quiz, mom. Whenever I was younger, I had my mom sign a picture of Zac Efron in there because I went on a trip to LA when I was like very young uh-huh. um, before I was acting anything. But I was like, yeah. I have to tell people that I met Zac Efron. So I had my mom forge Zac Efron's uh, signature from a picture from a Tiger from Beat magazine. One. Like, I went to school and was like, yeah, Zac Efron signed this. <laughs> yeah. And no one believed me either. That was the sad <laughs> part. Like, I got, like, roasted. There were a couple people did. Yeah. A couple people did, but a couple people were like, I don't buy that. Yeah. I went, Mom, will you just do this for me? And I, like, looked up his signature. Like, it was, I was in deep. I was in deep. I like how you committed to the bit. You are not the best liar, though. I'm not. I'm so, no. I'm, I don't, I don't do it liar. very often. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I went through a phase where... My ro- I had a roommate, not this roommate now, but when I was right out of college, my roommate was like always stealing stuff, like yeah. like act like heavily like Sephora like bags, yeah, like Target bags, like cl- Forever Twenty One, like cheap clothing stores. And I just remember like watching her do all this. Like I would go with her and be like, if she got caught, like if the whatever the beeper went off, which like certain stores don't mm-hmm. or whatever, but like if it went off, she'd be fucked. Yeah. Well, I'm also scared because like I saw this thing on Twitter, like this, like, well, Target will, like, just, like, keep track of people that steal. Yeah. And, like, someone on Twitter was, like, I have, like, been collectively stealing from Target for years, and they finally, like, got everything that I stole and, like, charged her. I don't know if that's real. I mean, it's so easy to go viral for, like, anything these days, but that also has, like, scared me, like, beyond 
uh, repair. I will never, I will never be that girl. But I support those who steal from big businesses. Do your thing. Who yeah, cares? I'm wearing my tax the rich hoodie, my AOC hoodie right now. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After talking about homo, registered Republican last yeah. week, I felt as though I, I thought you were gonna really... get dragged. You didn't get dragged, which is nice. No, 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 no. I didn't think I was gonna get dragged because like. Right when I discovered that I was registered as a Republican, I was like, I need to address it immediately so people don't have any sort of, like, preconceived notion besides the fact that, like, I grew up in a world of privilege where I didn't need to care about politics. Like, that's literally all that it was. Because, like, I had posted the clip actually this morning or last night, and I was reading comments today, and someone's like, how are you in college at 18 if you didn't know, like, the difference in the parties or as a sophomore at 18? And I was like, honestly, it is just because I didn't really need to know. Like... I grew up in a world where, like, I had every... I'm saying that really lightly. Like, we were still lower middle class, but, like, I still grew up in a primarily white town where, like, Southern... Not Southern. It was, like, country, but those, like, family values. And, like, when you grow up in that world, you don't really need to question it because, like, everything is, like, safe. In that regard, everything felt very safe in my life. Um, And then when I went to college for... I graduated high school in 2016, and then... When I started college, it was the end of 2016 into 2017. So the election happened when I was in school, Yeah. when I was a freshman. And I remember this was like the first or second week because AMD is a trimester. Yeah. So we started in October. So it was literally like we're finding out who's going to be the president right when I got to college. Oh, damn. And yeah. I didn't care. Obviously, I wasn't old enough to vote. I had no idea what was going on. I knew that like Trump was bad. Um, and that Hillary was a woman. Like, that's kind of all that I knew. Yeah. Also, side note, if you guys hear noises in the background, it's either my heater clanking or, like, roommate opening door. Just, yeah. uh, like, wh- whatever I feel like at this point. Until we have a yeah. bigger budget, you'll have to be considerate of the noises going on. But um, Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you. Thanks, guys. But I remember going into the the kitchen downstairs because the way the ambidorms work, it was like a, everyone had like a general kitchen. It was disgusting because yeah. it was a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, we've talked about um, that. Yeah. And the, we had one TV in the dorm and like half of, I mean, there must have been like 60 to 70 people down in the kitchen watching the live elections. And mm-hmm. I just remember everyone like crying and being so upset and just like everyone was so heartbroken. And I was like, what is the big deal? Like, not out loud. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, I don't really understand like why everybody is so upset right now. I'm like, this doesn't really pertain to us. And like, again, like, I'm not queer. I'm white. I was blonde hair, blue eyed yeah. at the time. So yeah. like, I was like, I don't understand why everyone cares so much about like, who the president is because how does it affect us but it's because it didn't affect me yeah and like that's all it was and i was like the sooner that i say that out loud and like acknowledge that the better yeah because it wasn't that i was republican i think i just i didn't i didn't know what i was because i didn't explore it yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. and it it wasn't even like i was preaching the republican Republican. no No. i just quite literally didn't yeah didn't know but then when covid hit and we've talked about this last week a little bit but when i found my political journey i was like Oh, I've always thought these things. I just didn't know that I didn't know that like LGBTQ rights and like abortion rights and, you know, all of, you know, all of these like pressing social topics. I didn't realize those were associated with the political party. Yeah. So like it's that was just like a lack of education and schooling because where yeah. I came from, it was like, oh, you're everyone's Republican. And I was like, OK, like I had no reason to question it. Yeah, I, I grew know? up like everyone around me was Republican. Yeah. I remember because I was like a little more politically engaged um, a little bit earlier on. Um, like probably, I mean, it's still, I was like probably not like really active until like sophomore year of high school, maybe junior, like sophomore going to junior, but it was like around that time. And I just remember there was this huge divide of like me and like five people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you were in high school when that was happening. Yeah. So it was like me and like six or seven people that were like liberal, left, whatever you want to call it. And then, um, it was, everyone else was like very, very conservative. So you can imagine how that was. And I think we're probably very similar in that regard. Yeah. I have like in my old yearbook, like people, well, I remember we had at the end of every year, we did like a big dodgeball tournament. Like every, like you get together. I fuck hard with dodgeball. Oh, I'm so good. My, my team was great. We did fabulous. Um, we were, well, we were the team of people who no one wanted to be on our team underdog like, story yeah like i had asked all my friends if i could be on their team and every single one is like sorry our team is full because that was we all know how my childhood was that shouldn't be surprising but it was me and like all of the kind of like underdog you guys or like the people that just like no one wanted to be on our team and we were all just like happened to be extremely athletic and we won we like beat out the whole school yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, take yeah. that fuckers 
It's yeah. I was really good at dodging. Um, <coughs> oh, fuck me in the butt. Okay, sorry. Oh, no. Uh, I was great at dodging. But um, one of the teams was like a Trump team. Like, that was what their, their team was. So they were all wearing Trump shirts. Oh, and I knew I knew that that was bad. I was like, fuck all of you. Like, this dude's a prick. Like, whatever. I was like, I don't know what I am, but mm. I know I don't like that guy. And in my yearbook, one kid signed, like, Trump 2016. Like, in a big spot, to be funny. And at, what the funniest thing is, is that this kid was the valedictorian of my school. He was so kind and smart and intelligent, except we grew up in this world. So he went to Cornell. And graduated top of his class. Now he lives in New York City now, uh-huh. and he is like one of the biggest Democrats I know. Interesting. And like because again, I have a lot of my friends that I from high school that I still talk to. There's very few, um, but the ones that I have are the ones that have moved out of the town, and they're yeah. like we all had the very similar trajectory. I mean, he was. I mean, I I was like a smart kid, but like this was like a, a smart brain kid. Yeah. He just you know you grow up in the world where like you're on Republicans and like. He was like, oh, these values match, like, what I've been taught and, like, yeah, whatever. But your political opinion can change as you grow. Oh, my God. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's so fascinating, like, talking to him about it and his journey. And, like, he's like, I cannot believe I was so, like, Trump, 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 Trump. And it was also, like, a joke, too. It was yeah. also, like, a bit. My brother was a part of that as well. I don't – my brother does not support Trump anymore. Um, But he was a part of that bit when it's, like, oh, yeah, like, I love Trump. Yeah. Uh, when you're in high school because you're a boy and you're trying to be funny. Yeah. But like one of our dodgeball teams was like the Trump team. Ew. Yeah. It became kind of like a social thing. It as was well. very social. Like I remember when the election was like not when it was actually happening, but when I was in high school towards the end, I was in um, government class. That was I was an AP Gov for mm-hmm. my senior year. And that was when the first part of that was to register to vote and learn how to vote and learn about the parties. But Again, I was 16, so I was like, I don't need to, I can't vote for two years. So, like, yeah. I, but I just remember, like, there was maybe like one or two gay kids in the entire school and they were in this class. Mm-hmm. And I just remember them being like, why? Like, that was kind of the thing. It was like the whole class versus them. And actually, now that teacher who was my government teacher, he is a Democrat and liberal. And yeah. I appreciate it. He was like one of the only liberal teachers at our school because now, as again, I have all my teachers on Facebook. So, like, yeah. you can see what they post and like where they stand and stuff. And he's like the one that, like, is like actually a. Oh, yeah. My, my history teacher freshman year had a Confederate flag in his classroom. History teacher. Yeah. History. U.S. history teacher had yep. a Confederate flag in his classroom. Yeah. I had, like, this one teacher. He was actually really funny. I don't know if I believe in being a moderate, but he was like, I am a strict moderate. And he kept, empa- he would always emphasize that before That's he like spoke. That's like a diet Republican. Yeah, like, no, calm literally. Calm down. Yeah, no, exactly. Like- but then we talked about my little, I'm going to bleep that name again, but <laughs> um, Fierce Queen. Yeah. Love her. Well, my U.S. history teacher, because I also took that my senior year because I had to do double history. So I had two history classes that year, and the other one was U.S. history. And I remember asking, like, or no, we were learning about socialism, actually, and about how, like, we tried it in America or whatever, and it, like, didn't work. And I just remember, like, l- like reading the textbook. I can, like, see it right now. I was sitting in, like, the back corner, and I'm, like, reading the textbook on, like, what socialism is and, like, how it like failed in america whatever the fucking books teach us but i just remember being like this actually like in theory really doesn't sound that bad so i raised my hand and i was like um why didn't this work i was like this actually sounds like a lot better like not even knowing what capitalism was not even knowing the difference between a democrat and a socialist but i read or a democrat and a republican but i read this book and this line and i was like wait like everyone gets treated equally and we all like get money and free health care i'm like this sounds kind of great and then everyone just laughed at me that would that that would have been my they were like too. are you stupid like it didn't even work like look at the book and i was yeah. like okay i'm gonna no that's how it was in my i i mean i didn't have that epiphany like you did miss yeah. uh miss scholar but um miss <laughs> scholar. scholar yeah i don't know where japan but is i remember it so i don't know about scholar very true but um my teacher was like I mean, I just remember it would always be preached. It does not work. It doesn't work. Like, that. that is what they would say. They'd be like, no other things will work here. Yeah. Like, it was just very dead set. But isn't it so scary that the people that are supposed to be teaching us history have such a skewed opinion? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's scary what, whether you lean left or right. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about, like, whenever... 
you are teaching one you have like what the district like is enforcing you you have the curriculum like and then also you have your personal biases so it's like you're not ever yeah. gonna probably get like a, a truly um neutral education i don't know like i, I think it's always just yeah. gonna be a little bit biased I depending mean, on who's instructing the course where they're at like geographically yeah. like what's like what is forced to be implemented into like the course like, like florida that, i yeah. think about like there's got to be i know that florida is a red state very much but there's got to be like in every town there's always like the token liberal or like the token democrat but yeah. I, I imagine like working as a teacher or working in education in florida because now their rules are so strict on what they have to teach oh, and yeah. what, they, what they can and literally cannot yeah, say florida and texas yeah yeah oh in like texas too i mean the Jesus. whole like bible belt like, yeah Louisiana, alabama mississippi all of them is like imagine being like a, a liberal or a democrat or just like a level-headed person or like um, just like even further like imagine being like a young black queer person like in yeah that, like Learning teaching space. but yeah. imagine those teachers they have to teach things that are against their views yeah that's kind of what i mean it's oh, like yeah. of course like obviously being you know young queer person of color as a child in those areas i can't even imagine that's horrible i have a couple of friends yeah. who are we have both have a couple of friends who are from the south and are people of color and queer and you know whichever but i i think on the educator stands it's like how do you approach that if you have these opinions and these values Can't but you're imagine. you're you're forced to teach such specific things yeah like our friend cal who is a queer black man yeah. who grew up in tennessee he was telling us that when they taught slavery to him as a child oh my god that they were yeah. saying that it wasn't like people were stolen they were saying it was like a trade thing and yeah. that it was like they people or like, indentured servants indentured servants or that they yeah. like consented to it or whatever yeah something ridiculous like and this was in this must have we learned about slavery in what like 2009 2010 yeah oh yeah like this i mean i can't even imagine like now i just hope that i'd like to think that we've progressed further and i know in the northeast we have because thankfully northeast is very progressive but i mean down south it's going backwards oh yeah my in midwest too i yeah. mean my school district missouri is like also like they have like a bunch of like parents like trying to like eliminate critical race theory or like not have that like be like discussed in any more uh, in any capacity like i think they want like the don't say gay stuff like my school district is super fucked um i yeah I, i'm not even gonna get into it yeah no it's ridiculous it's so scary yeah. that we're moving backwards but all's that to say is that no one was upset that i <laughs> was registered because i mean again i've i feel like because of the fact that i just was like this is what happened and honestly it's really funny that i was that stupid and privileged like you can't get mad at that like i'm aware of the fact that it was simply based out of the fact that i didn't need to know i can get mad at that and i am Mm. hey guys it's brayden hey welcome to be fake <laughs> <laughs> brayden's actually looking for a new co-host if you want to go out and say oh you're brayden's friend from the podcast i have a, i have the chair for you baby yes <laughs> yes because it's hard because like molly's getting a little threatened because my follower your, count is like approaching hers now your at this stardom point. is like shocking me back yeah i know and it, and it ended but thank you guys so much for all like the love and support um my single just went platinum <laughs> maybe it's in the wind <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Oh my god, that was kind of beautiful that we did it like right at the same time. That was really great, except mine tasted like uh, pesto. <laughs> mine didn't. Cool. Um, we were talking about the club that we just got really, really sidetracked. Topic. Um, <laughs> we so said yeah. it was going to be structured, but then like again, yeah. life happened. We tried to do a structured podcast, but we're also recording this like three days after we usually do because like, well, because we went out Saturday. We usually film on Sunday. We were both, well, Brayden was very hungover. Um, so we couldn't, which is, you'll get, we'll get to in a minute. And then yesterday we couldn't film because I had a two hour rehearsal and then I had to nanny and then I had like a four hour rehearsal and I didn't get home till like 1230 in the morning. Can I get opinions from, can Okay. Okay. Round two. Ready? Can I get a, and okay. action. I'm taking a breath, deep breath before I speak. Okay. Do you think it's condescending if someone in text says their name before you said something? So condescending. I don't. Because Molly, I was because Molly like like the night before was like, so what are we gonna do? Because I have rehearsed, I have to like do this. I was like, well, I can't come over there at six a.m. I was like, Molly, why didn't you tell me that before? And that like, is not even the tonage that you sent that message in. That is, how do you know my tone? Because I can, I've been around you long enough. I can hear how you say it. I, I heard it as like. 
Molly, why wouldn't you tell me earlier? Like, I can't get there at 6 o'clock in the morning. That was not how I felt when I was That is exactly it. how it came across. Because you spam messaged it, and you were like, oh, well, I, I can't do 6 a.m. Molly, da 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 But I feel like when... Maybe it's because my mom did this to me as a kid, is that whenever she'd like... I love my mother. But she would use my name a lot when we, whenever we were in fights. She'd be like, Molly, seriously? Like, oh, no. Molly, what are you... So whenever people you Whenever there's, like, a tense conversation happening and you put someone's name before it, it feels like you're trying to assert dominance and be condescending and belittling. That is exactly how it comes off. Every single time. That sounds... I've... Trust me. I've outsourced. You've outsourced? Yeah. Not about our situation, yeah. but just, like, in general. I, like, hate when people do that. Well, I just ran it as... Molly, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, but you could also just be like, I can't do that. Like, why do you need to say my name? We, we all know you're talking to me. It's not a group chat. It's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Because I, do, I talk, like, see, I text like I talk in real life. So I'll be like, Molly, I can't do that. Molly, why didn't you tell me that before? Yeah, but see, that feels belittling. How is that belittling? I don't, that... Maybe it's just childhood trauma. I don't know. But it, it feels belittling. I, I don't, I hate when people do that. Like, yeah. I hate when people use the name before, the, especially when it's a conversation of like tenseness. If you're like, oh my God, Molly, we thank tense, you. Though. Well, I mean, I was telling you that we couldn't do that. And you were like, well, I can't get there 6 a.m. Molly, why didn't you tell me this earlier? <laughs> like that was the nature of the conversation was like, you should have I, told me. See, we, see now hearing the, you say it out loud back to me just tells me that it was the tone that I was aiming for was not. It was not delivered. Interpreted. Yeah, a little bit. Because we were talking about the fact that like I had a rehearsal that I didn't know about. And yeah. then you were like, why didn't you tell me? And I was well, like, you told me that after. I yeah. Said yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, all else to say, don't use my name before. Don't use a name. It's triggering. Like, Well, like, if you're in a tense conversation, I don't know. But either way. So we <laughs> Also, do you spam text or do you do paragraphs? That's another thing I want to know because I'm a spam texter and yeah, I don't care. I'm a spam like, texter too. Yeah, like, I don't give two fucks about it if, like, you're just going to send, like, one message. I will send you eight in a row with no cuts because, like, I, I do it, like, as a stream of consciousness and, like, yeah. how I would speak in a conversation. The only time that I don't is if I'm texting a guy that I'm into because then I'm, like, stressed about, like, what to say. And I'm, like, what if I say something stupid so then I can't spam text because I'll send, like, one line and then think really hard about, like, what I'm going to say next. Yeah. And then they've already responded to the first message so I can't, like, finish my thought <laughs> but i've gotten better at that oh you just get tongue-tied and nervy it's okay Th yeah thanks babe but anyways oh. so <laughs> brayden's co-host friend yeah no no Molly no. speaking fuck off <laughs> anyways so you came over for this pregame and we <laughs> brady comes in and was like can you put ethel kane on i need to like feel sad for a minute i'm like we're getting ready for a pregame you want to listen to ethel kane i wanted to listen to a little bit of ethel kane and be sad if we did that i would have just taken off my makeup and like gone to bed <laughs> <laughs> just say it with your face for what's a long cold whoa with the kids at the front Give it one more day and you're okay, done. Okay, people are gonna, people are gonna close up. Anyways, I don't think that's necessary. I don't think that song, because I, I wanted to hear American Teenager call me basic. I don't care. Um, I don't think that's necessarily sad. I think it's angsty, but I don't think it's sad. I think it's just like a reflection. I don't but know. I, that definitely probably wasn't a pregame song, but it was like no. where I was at mentally. Well, we were trying to like find. Britt and I have very different music tastes. We do. And I was trying to find something that's a happy medium. And I feel like my general rule of thumb, and you're the only person who's never gone along with this rule of thumb, is that. Most people really like 2016 rap and not to like listen to it, but to like get ready and like party with it. Like it's very, it's like stupid, like rap and like, it's just like good party music. But like I put that out and then brain's like, no, I want to play Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the, I'm like, we're doing happy mediums here. And you're like, you think I like 2016 rap? Like no one, you know, I'm like, Brayden, I don't really like it either, but it's just like something to kind of put on that we can both kind of enjoy. Not like early Beyonce, which look. I Beyonce, love 90s rap. I like night. Then we did um, Crazy Rap. And it's yeah. funny because <laughs> the Spotify on, because we were watching it or listening to it on my TV, and the Spotify on the TV is connected to my roommate's phone. <laughs> so, it was a battle. Yeah. So what, what was happening was we like opened it up and it said that like SZA was playing. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So we put on Crazy Rap and we're like jamming out. And then it like Cold pauses and then SZA pops back up. And then I click Cold <laughs> Crazy Rap. And it was like back and forth. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I realized that Sinead's probably using Spotify right now, my roommate. So I texted them, and I go, so no crazy rap. <laughs> and there was no crazy rap. And they were like, oh, my God, that's so funny. And then we just went on YouTube and, like, listened to it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so we had, like, a like a pretty hefty pregame. We did. Uh, I, you had a really – I mean, I maybe had, like, two, three, four-ish shots. So you had at least, like, seven. 
You went gluck, 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 gluck. Remember the Paradise Bartender on TikTok that went viral over, um, like, peak COVID? She was like, then we're going to add two, two shots, shots of vodka. Yeah, that was definitely me. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying... Um, I'm not saying use drinks like that. Um, that was not English. Do you want to try again? Nope. I'm just actually going to change the topic altogether. Um, I drank a lot. And it, yes. it was... Um, it was great. And then you filled up a flask and we got in the bus to go to the first bar. And we finished the flask on the bus. We had a really good night. We're, we did. We're adults. We're 23-year-olds. You yeah. know, we're living our 23-year-old life. We didn't have 21, so we're, we have to catch up. We do. Yeah. You're so right. That's how I feel Wang. about it. Oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> right wing. Oh my god, I'm such an ally. Uh, so we get to this bar. I like meet. These are some of Brayden's other friends that I didn't. Some of your friends that I didn't know or yeah. that I had like met once or whatever. But they were all very lovely. A lot of them like the podcast. People love to ask me and Brayden if they can be on the podcast, and we absolutely just let me just let me say my thought and then. Here, no 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 here's the thing people love to ask if they can be on the podcast and like we want to have our friends on the podcast we want people on the podcast but they don't fucking listen and i'm like if you're not going to listen to the podcast i'm not going to let you on no fuck that don't cut this keep it in because then if they hear it they can understand that i'm talking about them but they don't listen so they're never gonna know and it's a lot of people it's like brayden's friends my friends we do have friends who do listen which is really funny when like i'll get a text and be like oh, our closest my- friends don't listen and i i know I, I, su- I support that the like, ones that we talk about like kate and cal do not listen james listens james listen. our friend james um, james can guest yes james, james can, guest. can be james probably should be the first guest yes yeah Bleep. Bleep. but no i already told all of my friends who asked to be on the podcast i'm like that's great that you think that our clips on tiktok are funny and you think me and brayden are funny but like you're not coming on this podcast unless you listen to every single episode and, and we'll quiz you here's the thing is that the more episodes are coming out so like you're basically like you have more and more homework homework you know what i mean like just get it done but no nobody James, wants to put no one wants to work these no days, wants to work these days. <laughs> James no can come on days. the 25 year old snapchatter can come on yeah um is that it of like our close friends drew drew oh, oh drew, drew, drew come on. okay come on drew, drew okay, come on okay who else but um, the thing is i don't think he listens like in like in time so i think we're just gonna get like a text like two a month from now that's like oh, i can be on the pod yeah <laughs> like hey yeah that was episode nine um yeah. but no like there's a couple of diff- there's a couple other people that i'm yeah. like forgetting about yeah, um i have some like hometown friends who i literally don't even talk to that like follow and they were like oh my god you guys are so funny oh that's sweet yeah like very very nice um but either way the people that ask all the time do not listen i'm like you think i'm gonna let you on if you don't do your homework like i know it's pretty easy to kind of guess like what the vibe is just like in people like knowing us and our dynamic it's like really easy to understand like what a podcast of molly and brandon would be yeah but also like i'm not letting you on if you don't listen and that's on what on being fake on Olivia. In the wind. Ten minute version. Mariah's version. Oh, oh. What's your favorite Hannah Montana transition song? Sound. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you did your own key. No, that's the key, I think. No, it's. Oh, yeah, it is. You just did it up the octave. It's. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Yeah. Or, I think mine oh. is. Whoa. Mine is oh god, what is mine? It's like yeah, oh whoa, whoa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, I love that I hear those in my brain the immediately. The sad one. Yeah. And then she goes, hey, oh whoa, oh whoa, whoa. and then ooh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was really obnoxious, but. So basically, we love all of them because yeah. we just did like almost every, every single, single one. <laughs> well, when, when, when it, when, whenever it's right, it's right. And yeah. those were right. What was your favorite Disney show growing up? That's So Raven. Really? I loved That's So Raven. I yeah. feel like I didn't really watch it that much because I feel like by the time we started watching TV, it was like ending. Yeah. Like me, uh, we as in me and my brother. Yeah. My favorite was definitely that. And then my friend Nickelodeon show, I think, was the Amanda show probably. Which How I, are we the same age? And, like, I didn't watch those. I mean, I, like, watched them now I definitely adult. was watching reruns of the Amanda show. I remember I was watching Raven as it was happening. Um, I consumed media from a very young age. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, that's what Raven has always been my girl. Yeah. That's it. Like, I've, wa- like, watched that back, like, when Disney Plus came out and everyone was, like, rewatching childhood shows. That was one that I rewatched. Yeah. And it's so funny. Yeah. But mine is absolutely Wizards of Waverly Place. Like, no doubt. Makes sense for you. No doubt in my yeah. mind. I mean, I... 
truly pulled my personality from Alex Russo. Like, yes, he did. Like, truly did. And I, I've talked about this on the internet before, but it's a, it's a very funny story. Um, growing up, I always wanted my name to be Alex. Mm-hmm. I thought the concept of what I called a boy-girl name was really cool. I just was like, oh, that because I was in this phase where I'm like, I'm a tomboy. I'm not a girly girl. Because my cousin one time called me a girly girl, and it, like, really destroyed me. Like, it really wrecked my little seven-year-old ego. I was like, I am not a girly girl. I like Avril Lavigne. Uh, <laughs> but I, I wish I had similar, because my cousin was just like, you sure you like girls, Brayden? So, yeah, no, they were like, you're you're a girly girl, and like I, whatever. I never was Cassidy. <laughs> and you're right, Blake. I don't like girls. I still remember that. I was too young. He's super nice now. He's super nice. He has a kid. Yeah, no, Cassidy's great. great. Cassidy's probably one of my He's favorite great, cousins. So. Yeah, no, she's great. Anyways, so I always wanted to be named Alex. I thought it was a cool name. Um, and then this little old show came out called Wizards of Waverly Place, which starred this girl. Alex Russo, who lived in New York City, my dream city, and she was a wizard. If I could be any kind of, you know, fake, um, like vampire, werewolf, wizard, I'd be a wizard. Mm, actually, maybe I'd category. be a vampire. Yeah, of like the, I mean, I think like the Vampire Diaries, right, where they have like werewolves, they have vampires, they have like witches, warlocks, um, anything else in that world that I'm. I don't know why, and I know this is inaccurate, but whenever I think of warlocks, I think of leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my brain Girl, makes that what? association. Yeah, leprechauns is in that, apparently. You want yeah, to I'd be such a nice leprechaun. That, remember that Disney movie? We're like super Luck of the Irish? Yeah, Luck of the Irish. <gasps> classic. That's a great movie. That Anyways, so then there's this girl, Alex Rousseau, and, you know, it was fucking Selena Gomez. She's gorgeous. And I was like, this fucking bitch wants to be me so i would like watch the show wants to be me wants to be me alex russo wants to be me so bad so badly she knew my dream name and she knew that i wanted to live in new york city like that's crazy um so i would like put a stick in my ugg boot and like wear it in school and i would like convince my mom to take me to subway all the time because they lived in the sub shop yeah in new york and i was like i have to be her but no i like really like now as an adult when i watched that show back i was like oh i really did pull a lot of my personality traits from alex russo I'm trying to think who gave me my personality. No one. It was organically developed. It was RuPaul. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I didn't know who RuPaul was until a little bit ago, you know, uh, RuPaul helped me discover who I was. Okay, I so here's the thing. Oh, this could be a really fun segment. I don't watch Drag Race. I've watched a couple episodes Boo, with Brayden. Tomato, I, tomato, tomato. So true. I like can't. Not that I can't get into it. I just. I, whatever i think drag is art and i think it's great and beautiful for what it is but it's just like i don't really like a lot of um reality competition rea- shows. reality shows anyways i really yeah. don't um but the first episode is it the second now is the it? first just premiered yeah yes so i think it'd be really fun if you try to like explain to me like what's going on oh i okay. have no idea what's going on and i think that that could be like really fun you can like give me the drama give me the scoop it can be like a little segment okay like great drag race segment drag race a drag race check-in with Braden phillips and if this doesn't work then we'll never do it again great okay so 16 girls so this is like the highest cast ever for like a regular season of rupaul's drag race so they have 16 queens eight walk in and then ariana grande appears and is like hey there uh welcome whatever oh she's she like, the guest judge guest judge and so like she like came out whatever and so these eight girls have to do like a photo shoot where they 16 well eight they do so they do see i'm bad at this they do a split premiere um wait what yeah so like something something that drag race will sometimes do is that they'll have like two separate episodes and like they'll like so we can get to know the queens a little bit better Mm. and so they'll have like if it's like a group of like 14 it'll be like seven will come in for the first episode seven will come in for the second episode got it so for this episode they did things a little bit differently instead of it being like it, it, they had like a two-hour premiere and so um what they did was they had the first eight queens come in and we met like some really great ones uh, anitra anitra is this queen um i don't remember where she's from but she's incredible um marsha 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 came in that's a good <laughs> name Brush! yeah that's a good name and she i think she was actually going broadway or something but she's like this great dancer i'm trying to think who else was in the first group oh lux noir london a new york uh drag artist who i'm i'm obsessed with i think it's so funny um very company yeah so we just like get some of the the queens coming in and then they are immediately tasked with like a, a mini challenge so they had to like get water blown into their face like water like hosed like on them 
I guess. Was that the first one? Yeah, they they were just getting fucked with. Anyways, and I don't remember if that was the, exactly the mini challenge, but then whatever, they were then told you have to go like choreograph an opening number for a talent show because for the first challenge, they're doing a talent show where mm-hmm. each queen has like a designated minute to do whatever sh- they like want. show their brand. Like, yeah. So like some people will do like a song, some people will do like a lip sync, some people will do like um an original like spoken word spoken word some people do like a dance yeah like there's a bunch of different things that they can do so they are told like for this talent show we need an opening number so the eight queens go off and then the next eight queens enter like in the other room Mm. and so then we meet more of them they didn't get to meet ariana grande they got fucked over so eight more queens come in they're doing their thing and then there's like there's like two queens that are like uh my biggest accomplishment i went viral on tiktok i went viral on tiktok and then the last two that walk in are these twins that have like eight million followers on tiktok so like the actual like big tiktok queens and everyone's like oh fuck the social media queens you guys don't perform like there's like this big like i wouldn't say rivalry but i guess in drag it's like this big difference between like those who perform in nightlife and like are actively like performing and then those who like do drag like film videos and do makeup and like do yeah. things like that that's like that's what they're focused on so like they're immediately like the social media girls are getting bullied really yeah yeah it's really funny though what are your thoughts on it like do you think that they should be getting bullied or um i started to really like them yeah. at first i was kind of like annoyed but like because they're very disney like they come in and they're like everything is like <laughs> you stole my entrance line <laughs> I was gonna say that like they're like she's right behind, behind me, me isn't she? she like that energy but like they're they're self-aware like and I think that's what, like the episode made clear was like they are very self-aware of their brand like they're, they're very intentional so like I, I started yeah. to like them and um beep started to like them too like we were like annoyed at first then we love them and then there's like this you other queen 25 year old snapchat 25 year old snapchat likes them too we were like oh um, Mistress Isabel Brooks is another queen on there who I'm obsessed with. Like, just very funny, whatever. And they do this talent show. And a lot of it was just, like, original songs. It got kind of, like, monotonous. Some person, like, literally, like, their talent was making ice water. They got sent home. Oh. No! <laughs> yeah, because I could see where it'd be funny, but it was, like, a bit that, like, because I think it'd be funnier if, like, you had more time to, like, lay it out or if it, like, wasn't on Drag Race. Like, I feel like in a club it'd be very funny. Your talent was just making ice water? Yeah, but, like, a part of the bit was, like, she had, like, really long acrylics. So she, like, she couldn't pick up the ice. So, like, I feel like if it was, like, repetitive and, like, it, like, kept going for, like, over a minute, like, if she had, like, more than a minute, mm-hmm. I think it'd be very funny. Yeah. But, like, it, your condensed time is TV, whatever. But, like, yeah. So, like, the winning number, I'll show you it after. It was, like, yeah. this amazing, Anitra won the challenge and it's amazing. And What'd she do? Tell the people. She did an original song, but, like, she was also, like, voguing and then she was, like, also just, like, some karate in it. So, like, it was an original song, dancing, karate. That's sick. And heels? And heels yeah oh yeah they're all in heels yeah they ate it was a really fun episode actually i'm really excited about the season um i probably didn't explain that the best but um we're working on brayden's storytelling that was pretty good though it was i mean as i get to know the queens more i can do like more specific reports yeah you, you should also drama. like take like, little notes on the drama and stuff and like read them back to me because i think that as someone who has not ever been into drag race ever and is very much outside of that community and yeah. only knows it like from my friends who partake yeah i think that'd be really fun yeah. to like yeah it's fun learn it's fun. secondhand yeah i got my boyfriend on. into like i got my boyfriend really into drag race so now he's seen like five or six seasons like in like the span of like a month oh my god yeah you have a boyfriend isn't that fucking rude did you ever <laughs> consider my feelings i did i discarded them okay okay um cool. i don't know where to go from there oh my god we need to talk about something so i <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no you know what i'm gonna say i just it makes me really giggly so I have had this TikTok crush. Oh my god. <laughs> I am not going to say who it is and I'm not going to like even talk about what he does because it's going to be so very obvious who I'm talking about. Like if if we happen to post this like video clip on the internet, it'll be very obvious who I'm talking about. But I have a crush on this man. Yeah. And I watch his videos just to smile he's not very big he has like maybe fifty thousand followers he's like does a very niche thing oh, I didn't realize that he had, like, such, like, a... he's like not like the fact that he followed me is really not a big deal oh fuck i spoiled the story <laughs> oh man whatever uh, I, I feel like we knew it was going that way but yeah. whatever i have been watching his videos for a very long time he is very good at what he does he's he's not a thirst trapper he is a talent and it's oh does he have a talent and i literally watch his videos and i like giggle and geek and and he's not from the states which is really sad for me 
but yeah, he He comes from a new place. He what? He comes from a newish place. I get yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> he comes from a fruit, uh, the kiwi. <laughs> 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 um, no, but I, I had like interacted with one of his videos, and then he just like followed me. And when I tell you, I quite literally shit my pants when he followed me. I got like probably like TED ducks about it. Oh my god, I was telling everyone. I texted Brayden independently. I texted Kate, Cal, Brendan, like and all of my close friends chat. independently, and then I texted group chat. I was like, guys, fucking believe. Because I was just talking about him the night before with Cal. Uh I was like, look at this man. I'm literally in love with him. He's perfect. Everything about him is just like so yummy and amazing to me. And it was just like, oh my God. And now, ah, now when I go on his profile and look at his videos, because I do all of the time, it's just like, friends. And I'm like. (laughs) So I saw Megan. Yes. And someone asked me. Well, actually, specifically, someone asked the 25-year-old Snapchatter, why is Megan a queer icon? Because Megan, you know, has gone viral, especially for, like, and they're, like, putting a bunch of game music over, like, her little dance, because she does, like, the fierce little, like, ba, 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 like, very, very fierce. Anyways, so I had, I I was asked, what makes Megan a queer icon? And I kind of just, like, want to spell it out for everybody. If you can kill somebody and look cunt while doing it, you were a queer icon. And there's, like, been a bunch of discourse I've seen, like, on, like, what makes a queer icon. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the bare minimum. You don't have to do much to be considered a queer icon. Ariana Grande is a gay icon to some. Like, Kylie Minogue's a gay icon to some. What do they do? They made music. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, gay people. Gaga. 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 Gay. She's a little more, though, like, born this way. Whatever. I don't know. I yeah. don't even know the plot of Megan. So no spoilers for me, please. It's just a she, she's just a fierce AI doll who walks with attitude. Okay. Yeah, I've seen the because I have a um subscription to like a movie place. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. so I've seen the commercial for Megan like so many times. It's, it's really funny. It's really self aware and like she like yeah just like anything with like an AI becoming sentient is like very like spooky to me because like it makes me think about where technology is going and we're advancing too much as people yeah. i think i think we're doing too much maybe we should not do all that stuff science wise but megan is con megan is fierce and she's a gay icon because she oh even if she gets attacked by a dog hair straight okay same outfit not a speck of dirt on it okay the way she walks the way she talks the way she, she moves her body she's a contortionist okay mm-hmm. that's a queer icon megan is cunt Megan's cunt. And that's um I that's why I think everyone should go see Megan because um I feel like me and her would be like good friends in another life. The doll that murders people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chuck said, me yeah. too. Yeah. Well, whenever I like hear about Megan, I just think about Drake and Josh. Like <laughs> they're like, Megan. I Honestly, used to nice. when I was in my YouTube era, I had taken the audio of her saying boobs. And I would just like <laughs> Stick it in random places. <laughs> Is that like your old womp womp? Yeah, like boobs. <laughs> um, so funny. Uh, yeah. Was what was your favorite Nickelodeon show? Because we were talking about Disney and Nick. What was your favorite Nick show? Because mine was the Amanda show. And then I would say like a couple. I probably had pivoted to Drake and Josh, and then iCarly, of course. Probably Drake and Josh. Yeah. That's such a good one. That's such a good one. Oh my god! And that I I what I love about Nick in Disney, I guess, is how like they recycle those actors. So like they'll be like a guest appearance in like one TV show. Yeah. And then they'll be like main cast the next one because who was uh Spencer on iCarly? He was like the crazy uh movie theater worker guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's how they knew each other. Yeah. I loved it. Honestly, it may be iCarly, but I feel like iCarly has changed for me now since Janet McCurdy's book. I still haven't read. It's really good. I know. I've it's heard. really heartbreaking. Yeah. I just I've seen like a lot of like discourse about it online, so I'm like. Jeanette, baby, hi. She's doing well for herself, though. I guess. Yeah. I mean, she's doing well for herself. I mean, I think what happens sucks, but, like, I don't I don't view this situation like that. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, pity it. Yeah. Because, like, the way that she's turned and, like, made her situation. I don't know. I feel like when people share, maybe this is because of a personal touch as well, but, like, when you share, like, personal parts of your life or, like, stories where you're like, oh, that's sad. It's, like, the last thing you want is pity. Like, yeah. I would never pity Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah. Like, what happened really fucking sucked and was traumatizing, but, like, I more respect the hell out of her. And, like, for, like, what she's become with, like, the cards that she was dealt, I think is really admirable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think it's a beautiful way of looking at that. Yeah, that's kind of mm. how I just look at life in general. Like, mm. of course, there's like situations where I'm like, that really fucking sucks. But it's like how you deal with what has happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I guess that's, that's probably just like a personal thing because I hate when people give me pity. That's like yeah. my big, like, I'm like, don't feel bad for me. I'm like, unless, whatever, unless I'm like crying and sad and I'm like, oh, I want a hug. But like, yeah. I don't think that happens. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it's a really great book. She's like super well written. My roommate and I saw her in fucking not in concert, but like live. Oh, did she do like a like a book thing? She did a live reading, yeah. And oh, we got a signed awesome. copy of the book and got to see her that. like read chunks and like do with an interviewer and yeah. it was really great. I mean, she's so well spoken and like the story is just it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It is like heartbreaking and the fact that she was able to come out of it the way that she did yeah. and like you know, yeah. have a the fact that she's able to like share her story and this many people are willing and able and open to like reading it and learning it because a lot of it like impacted i mean she impacted a lot of people's childhoods so it's like yeah shocking that because she was also like a like this like funny like fierce character that like mm-hmm. so many of us were like found joy in whenever she was on so like we like yeah. i feel like especially combined with nostalgia we like care about these people and like who they are even if like i know Jeanette mccurdy we didn't hear from her from her for like years yeah but the second she came back everyone was like oh my god like this immediate yeah reception yeah yeah no it's a great book it can be like triggering for different topics but um yeah like she had a very bad eating disorder and like a big part of sam was just like eating fried chicken all the time but she also had really bad bulimia especially during Aunt carly so like dan schneider is like making her eat buckets of fried chicken like her first sip of alcohol was like with him because he like essentially forced her to or like pressured her into it allegedly do we have to add that in legally i i guess i don't yeah i'm just that's what the book yeah i mean i'm like read read the book i don't know um but no that was that was a story that was shared about like her first sip of alcohol was with she called it like the producer got it got it so she never like named him no we can i mean we can bleep his name i guess i don't really think Eh, everyone knows yeah yeah Yeah, whatever it was all's to say like very weird watching it especially like now nannying the kids that i watch are watching sam and cat right now Mm -hmm. and that is like the main event that she saw because that's when she was like 18 19 ish and like was doing the show with ariana grande and like talked a lot about how whenever she wanted to audition for things or was like offered roles and like movies and stuff they wouldn't let her off of the iCarly set but like ariana grande had to film a music video so one episode she had to like act with a box because they were saying that cat was trapped in the box so like Jeanette had to like act with the box as Ariana was like filming a music video but like she wasn't allowed the same and like she was promised to be able to direct an episode of Sam and Cat and then they were like we can't let you do it anymore because she wanted to direct and write and then they were like we actually can't let you do that anymore because someone on the like on set or on the team said that if you directed that they'd quit so like and we can't risk losing them so that was either a lie or it's like rumored to be Ariana Grande no one really knows yeah um I have I don't even have any like not even opinions on it but i don't i have no idea it's just shitty it's just like a shitty situation all yeah around. it just yeah. sucks damn molly just farted <laughs> molly just farted and then she said she's just gonna deny it but i have on camera her saying that i'm just gonna deny it so let the press show as molly shits on my farts shits on my shits i literally have ibs it is known that i be farting <laughs> But you act like you don't. I be shit. I know. I lied. <laughs> I'm a liar. Molly just like it, it was so loud. It was so wet. Okay, and it was that's so long. A lie. That was a lie. It was actually very quiet, petite, it was a and cute. Little... It was very much that's like that's the most girly girl thing about me. It was like very much like sitting on a sofa, but like <laughs> less. <laughs> on a whoopee cushion. Like it, no, not a whoopee cushion. No, whoopee cushion under a pillow. Like, no, very soft. It's like I feel like with the sound that would come out if you punch an old person in their stomach, just like a. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that where your brain went? I don't know. That's really silly. <laughs> Too yeah. many elders. Okay, so your birthday's coming up. 24. I'm turning 24. Mid 20s. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not the mid 20s. <laughs> 25 to 27 is mid 20s. I stand by that. Really? Yes. And then even like, well, 27 is like mid late, but I feel like 24 is like early mid. Mid 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 as fuck yeah, mid. <laughs> i'm mid um, as fuck yeah what do you what do you want to do what is your like birthday plan how do you want to celebrate 24 i haven't even thought about it which is like sad yeah um just because i don't know 
I, I it stresses me out. Like planning things stresses me out. Um, I've always wanted to do, like a surprise party, but I did not. <laughs> you didn't accommodate for that one. <laughs> I didn't accommodate for that one. I, I can't do that. Surprise myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, my grandma is doing that. So my grandma's birthday is April eighth, and she's <laughs> everyone like this was in march of last year she goes for my 80th birthday i'm planning myself a surprise party as you should we go grandma that just like ruins the point of the surprise party (laughs) she has a point though yeah points were made yeah points were made if if you guys are gonna surprise me i'm gonna surprise myself and and that's cunt that's cunt that's what we're talking about when we say cunt um no i don't know i think i'm just gonna like get people together i just wanted to be like the people that i love and care about i want to like a good group i want it to be like you know girthy group but like girthy group along a, a big and girthy group but nothing like too hectic and i just like want to like have a fun night with my friends and just get like very intoxicated and um yeah do you want to do like a not me like trying to help plan this party <laughs> on the podcast yeah hi guys. um do you want to do like a downtown night do you want a club like what, how do you <sighs> i kind of i liked the club vibe but i don't want to do that the whole night the thing yeah. is i would have started a bar yeah go to a bar yeah cute vibes you yeah. know get everyone let up definitely like a pregame with just like the close girlies yeah like me you kate chris like something like that yeah cal's not here fake fucker um, yeah, not like cal listens yeah and cal doesn't <laughs> listen so it doesn't matter um but like start off like cute small little group meet at a bar yeah and then like go to a club and then like we just like dance the life away club club another club yeah show. club bus show. train another, another club yeah what did you do for your last birthday or like last oh, birthdays. Uh, my birthday last year was, I feel like it was combined with someone else's where I, I had like a couple people like come to my apartment. We drank, we had some fun. And then we, I think we, we went to another party. We weren't friends then, Mm-mm. right? We weren't like, we were friends. Like we knew each other, but like we weren't like the closest. Got it. I don't. Yeah. When did I meet you? We've talked about this so many times. But I don't, I don't have like a date attached. It, well, I, I can it, search my text records and find out. I was going to say, I don't think it was January. Yeah. You know what when it was? You had a friend come in town and visit, and then I met you the week after. A year together, and, like, so much has happened. Oh, my God, I know. We're getting on our, like, it hasn't even been a year. Oh, it's good. That means it's coming up in a year. It is coming up in a year. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Somali Braden recap. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> the way that your face went. Aw. Evil smirk. Evil smirk. You know that little face? Menacey. The little menacey binker face. Binker? What the fuck is a binker? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a binky baba. Binky baba. Binky baba with my mama. <laughs> I can't get over binky, binky baba. baba. Jesus. Little binker. My friend Luke used to say that. He's like, I'm such a binker. What's a... No one knows. It's just something He's Luke... a binker. I'm a thinker. It's just what Luke made up. No. Yes. Did you ever have any really fun birthday parties as a child? No. Really? Because, like, I just, like, I don't know. My family, I guess, like, we would have birthday parties and stuff, but, like, I just, like, never would have, like, a big party. I would, like, go, like, go roller skating with, like, a group of friends or whatever, but it was never, like, yeah. a big thing. Like, I never had people over, like, like a bunch of friends over my house or anything. Like, in high school, I was always, like, a very nonchalant, like, just, like, with, like, my, my close friends. College, I had, like, a couple. I had, like, a party once. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I've never been like the biggest birthday person. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I love like like the attention. Yeah, I loved the attention. I loved the Instagram posts. I uh, loved the, the gifts. Instagram posts. Oh, those used to mean so much to me. Now I'm like, yeah, yeah. I have a traumatic story. Please, <laughs> <laughs> everything I have is a traumatic story. It's really not traumatic. It's kind of just like silly. Yeah. But I remember for like all of my like friend groups, we would always make each other collabs to like post on Instagram. Like Flipagram was a big thing too. Oh yeah. Um, like I made my brother this like crazy insane collage for his birthday, like on Instagram. I remember one year on my birthday, like all I got was like just like one picture posted, and like not the collages that like I'd. Watch all my friends like spend hours and hours for our other friends when it came to my birthday and like no one would either no one would make, so either no one would make the collages for me or they wouldn't post about it they would just text me like happy birthday oh my bir- oh that's i remember the same shit because i'd be like there would be like people i knew like whose birthdays were near mine and like all the people that i was like considered to be really close they would like post for them and then i'd be like yeah where's mine or like if someone me? shares a birthday with me and i, I want to get a post i'd get a text with the other person we get like a have, like a big thing yeah bitter, bitter yeah. fingers like how dare you yeah or like have you ever like had someone post a birthday picture of your friend and then they like 
crop you out. Like, I have, like, my friend... Like, probably, but not that yeah, I remember. My friend posted a picture for my our other friend's happy birthday. We're friends. Like, we've never had a fight. Like, no beef whatsoever. But she was, like, celebrating another person's birthday, and then she just put a block over my face. And I was like... That's so shady. Like, wh- she's like, not your birthday, love. Sorry. I was like, what? That's so oh, weird. Ew, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had like birthday because I'm a summer birthday. So it's a little different because yeah. my brother's around your birth. My brother's birthday is January 2nd. Yeah. So is your mom. So, um, so like Joey would have like the school birthdays where like people decorate his locker and stuff. But like mm-hmm. when you're a summer birthday, you don't get that. So growing up, I'd have like birthday parties that were like primarily like my family. We'd all like meet in the yard and do presents and I had a tire yeah. swing in a pool and like it was very cute when I was like younger yeah and then I remember as school went on I never had like actual birthday parties like with friends I don't think yeah because because I don't really have many of those but I remember thanks King I'm rubbing her I remember one year it was fourth grade I don't know if this was a birthday party or what it was but tow <laughs> truck is like actually it's my show yeah but no fourth grade we'll have an episode dedicated to the trauma of fourth grade because i think of all my schooling like besides like the end of high school fourth grade was like the worst for me i remember one th- i know it's like really specific in a weird time but like that's the year someone told me that mr claus wasn't real and they made fun of me for still believing there was like at lunch we could only have four people like two on one side of the bench two on the other and our friend group was five people so i remember one time i got to the lunchroom so early i was so excited and i ran and i sat on the side that like all my friends sit on and then they all like sat on the other side and like when people need yeah when people needed that's partners so like two and two partners i was always the odd guy out so i had to find someone else i, I was but similar in that if way. we need partners of three they would like only beg to have me as their third partner so they didn't end up with like the weird girl or whatever but this isn't even the traumatic story yeah the traumatic story is that i had a wanted to do a bowling party i think it was for my birthday yeah and i remember inviting all of them and like no one showed up molly <laughs> don't feel bad for me i'm i laugh yeah. it's funny oh, 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 oh. come on you can laugh at a girl making an instagram about my forehead and you can't laugh about the fact that i'm a bowling party because the thing about it is like i don't know why but those things like hit differently to me i don't know why but yeah. like hearing about like a, like a fourth grader like throwing a party and no one's showing up like that makes me like really it's, sad it's probably because i was annoying fair but all kids are annoying it's true whenever i tell these stories i'm like people are probably thinking of trying to like woe is me myself like she's not i'm absolutely not innocent in this in any yeah. of these stories i mean some of them like whatever people were just notoriously shitty to me but also yeah. like a lot of my that time is a little blurry for me but it was probably a lot of my own doing as well like mm. i'm not blaming these people fully also we were all children yeah well, the thing about it when i think about it, social media it makes me laugh because like when you talk about like like the someone was posting on their story it's like i find that funny just because i'm like oh my god that's like such shitty teenage behavior oh like, like yeah. especially like the new wave of social media yeah like that like i giggle about that more because i'm like oh my god like i i just like i i feel like i remember it more vividly i know people like that that would do shit like that yeah and like i think it's just way more like oh my god teenagers are the fucking worst oh teenagers are horrible like i have swapped stories like with my friends like either my college friends post-college whatever just about like shit people did in high school to each other yeah and like fuck high school's hard those kids are mean they're so mean we used to do boy versus girl pep rally yeah um, and powder puff yeah for powder puff and we would have like a big assembly and um it would be boys on one side girls on one side very binary but all the guys would be like make me a sandwich and like no one would do shit and like they'd be like say like these horrible things and like the girls would be like size matters which is like funny like like they were never cutting but like the guys would just be like and then i'd just be there like bopping my head like not really saying anything i remember that yeah the make me a sandwich yeah yeah and like shit like that yeah crazy the things that people got away with doing like i i wonder if that would fly now like i i wonder if my school like still has like assembly and like does all that yeah because the teachers were very complacent and i mean like yeah yeah could not imagine boy apologists (laughs) boy apologists pick me's pick me teachers yeah real you'll find a lot of those in fenton missouri yeah you'll find a lot of those everywhere like real like realistically speaking they're everywhere it's kind of weird and grimy yeah yeah a little bit not actually groomy but like let's not throw that term around yeah yeah that has something to it but like it's giving very much like these are the guys i had a crush on in high school and they didn't like me so now i want them to like me now yep exactly it's like fucking weird it's very weird yeah interesting 
And on that note, the camera's dead. I like panned my head to the camera, which is dead. <sighs> also, side note about the camera and the clips. We get a lot of comments, people being like, oh, post the full video on YouTube. Post where where can I find the full thing? We are not doing that right now. Um, quite literally because we do not have the time, nor the budget, nor the ability to edit the clips as well as the audio as well as posting the full thing on another platform and like hopefully if the podcast continues to grow at the rate that it does Mm -hmm. um we're hopefully going to be able to do that um but i think i mean the next step when it comes to like elevating the podcast is going to be like getting a third microphone so we can bring some people on i think that's the next step um i don't think there the full video being accessible is not in the near future unfortunately just because of kind of the budget restraints and also brad and i are just like extremely busy and like all of the things that we do and yeah but when we start making some more making some moolah from it then we will gladly and like outsource and stuff yeah try to bring out an editor and just like hopefully make more i guess content for the podcast yeah. in general. but right now it is literally just me and brayden doing all of this and yeah. it's just like a lot of work for two little yeah. theater kids so. but we but we love the thousands of you that listen oh my god yeah Thank not you. the thousands of you <laughs> the millions of you that listen um oh my god the billions of people that listen to our podcast yeah thank you to thank the state you. of new zealand specific- oh my god my lover oh uh, it wasn't wait was it new zealand greece it was greece no the greeks Oh, no, I was talking about my TikTok crush. Oh, New yeah, New Zealand, yeah. uh, Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi. Kiwi from New Zealand. It's New Zealand versus Australian accents are really hard to differ in my brain. Oh, yeah, because they do drag race down under. Surprise, down I watch. Under? Yeah, and, like, half of them are Kiwi the and half accent. of them are Australian, yeah. And they go, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Yes. Yeah. I worked at a summer camp, and that was, like, the big chance. We had a lot of Australians. That's um, funny. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, thanks for tuning in. Follow us on social medias. Be Fake Pod, TikTok, and Instagram. Brayden is such a little social media influencer. I am. Feel free to follow my Instagram if you want, at Brayden and Phillips. Molly's, Molly Arbuso. Is it Molly Russo? Molly Arbuso. Yeah. I was just making the most obnoxious noises into the mic, and you were actually doing something nice. So, yeah. I apologize. I digress. Sorry that you had to hear... I kind of actually, I'm going to keep that in. I think it's beautiful. That's okay. I kind of need to poop. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. We love you. you. I tried a coffee. Bye.